Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I'm Jared. And he's Jared. That's the one. Uh, hey Jared, how's it going? Oh, it's going alright. How you doing? I'm doing alright, doing alright. Uh, it's very cold here still. Not very cold. I mean, it's chilly. Yeah, it's chilly it's here. Like, it's pouring. It's pouring rain all last night, and it's still trickling down. So it's quite nice, actually. Nice. Yeah, it uh, it keeps freezing here at night. Like there's no snow or anything like that, but I get tricked because it gets a little a little bit of moisture gets out there, and then I, I slipped on my deck last night. <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> I was out looking at the stars, and I went walking around the yard a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, this is lovely," and I stepped onto my deck and just went right out from under myself. It was great. That, that's that's the, that's how the snow gets you. You're like, wow, this is so beautiful. And then, then you see black ice. And you're like, this is not beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you don't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Uh, been playing anything lately? Uh, not lately. Uh, I've been busy this past week. I was out of town all last oh, week, sure. so haven't really had, yeah. a, had a chance to. But no, honestly not. Uh, what about you? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic, uh, quite a bit. Nice. Uh, when I get the chance. Um, I don't know if you heard, I, I got my PlayStation report back that told me how much GTA I played in um, 2021, and it was it was a lot. I Yeah, I, lot I, I heard you mention that on the last episode. <laughs> and I think, yeah. I think I mentioned that a couple episodes ago whenever I, I started playing Stardew Valley at like the end of November. Oh, yeah. And then... Like at the end of November, like your most played game on Switch for the entire year of 2021. Like, oh fuck, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yep. Nice. Well, um, you know, Stardew Valley is is kind of perfect to uh, to to do our segue with because it's um, you know it's it's kind of a narrative adventure, low key narrative adventure, mm-hmm. but uh, you know you've got your farm and you've got to take care of your environment. And today. We have a a member of Massive Monster joining us, the creators of Cult of the Lamb, which is a narrative adventure game that involves uh, taking care of uh, of a camp, a little environment. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, please welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast, James Paramain. Hello, how are we doing? Hello, doing all right. Lovely to meet you both. Nice to meet you. Yeah, likewise. Uh, thank you very much for having me. And I'm just knocking stuff over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, so you are the artistic director or art director on Cult of the Lamb, yes? Yes, very loose um, title, but you know, there's there's kind of the three of us are the uh, the core team, and we're kind of doing doing a little bit of everything. Um, all of us doing a bit of everything, but yeah, mainly art, art and animation uh, on nice. Cult of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. It's weird having you on because, you know, we've released some trailers for Cult of the Lamb and there's been no response at all to the art style or the animation. I know, everyone keeps saying how ugly it looks. Um, yeah. I honestly like, <laughs> don't know why uh, Devolver have picked this game up. Uh, it looks really bad, but um, no, thanks for having me game. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's definitely a pity podcast for sure. Uh, <laughs> thanks, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> 
no, obviously, Cult of the Lamb is super cute and gorgeous. And um, is it is this does it sort of represent your your conventional art style? Is this kind of your standard way of? Ah, uh, yeah. Things? Well, I'd say um, so. The kind of Julian and I, Julian's the other sort of artist on the team. We kind of both come from a similar background, um, and we definitely always kind of like the the, the cute sort of cartoony um, style that you kind of used to traditionally get with a lot of those old school Flash games. Um, mm-hmm. But then with this one, I think kind of wanted to make it a little bit darker and sort of bring in a little bit of a juxtaposition with the sort of spooky scariness and the, the cute, colourful, cartoony animals. Um, so I think it definitely takes kind of um, elements from both of the for both of us from what we kind of have done for a long time but then also try to get in some new things as well um and not just go with the only kind of cute cartoony stuff um cool so yeah kind of a little bit Brand of experimenting um, yeah. starting with what you're strong with and, and kind of branching out from there yeah i think so i think it's um you know it's wanted to try something a little bit different but also also be comfortable as well um yeah. So then I I have a question about that since since it is so cute and kind of colorful, but also does have all of that you know kind of dark background and themes and stuff. Do you find that you're? Do you think of it more as you are sort of darkening up the kind of cutesy drawings <laughs> and animations, or vice versa, where you have it and you're like, man, we gotta we gotta lighten this up. This is way too fucking depressing. <laughs> the definitely the former. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Especially when we're like, yeah, when um, you know, kind of designing the enemies and uh, bosses and stuff. Like Jay and Julian kind of kept telling me, no, it's got to be more scary. Make it more scary. Um, <laughs> you know, it's I, I struggle not to do the kind of cute, cute thing, especially with, like the eyes and stuff. So it's it's been a constant <laughs> um, thing that we've just got to try and make it as scary as possible because it kind of yeah just defaults to that kind of cutesy, cutesy thing. Um, so yeah, do like has... reverse Disneyfication. Yeah. <laughs> like make the eyes smaller, stuff like that. Yeah, you gotta make it look ugly and gross and stuff. Yeah. And you know, uh it's still people keep still saying it's cute, so <laughs> I suppose I suppose we haven't um haven't gone too far on the sort of scary, scary side of things. But you know, we're trying. We're trying to make it this as scary as possible, but it just <laughs> comes out cute. Um, <laughs> It's like one of those little, like it's like it's like when a squirrel or like a really cute puppy is like trying to be intimidating kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been? Uh, you personally been doing you know art in games or I assume art all your life? But I mean, what's your what's your story? My story. Um, or your path. So my path. Your is, dark secrets. I meant- <laughs> you want to know all my secrets. <laughs> so uh, I started making, um, as I mentioned earlier, sort of flash games is kind of where all all three of us who who kind of started Massive Monster come from that background, um, making flash games, and sort of you know going way back to when I was in in secondary school, high high school for you Americans, um, when I was like sort of. 16, 17, spent a lot of time just making stupid animations um, and uploading them to Newgrounds. Uh, and just, I used to love the sort of salad fingers and burnt face man and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Happy happy tree friends as well. Um, oh my God. Classics. Yeah. 
yeah. can definitely see some uh, through lines from Happy Tree Friends to Cult of the Lamb. Um, <laughs> so yes, making silly animations and then kind of realised you could make games uh, with Flash and so kind of um, was doing did some art and for, for this game and did like all the art for this game and I was trying to find a programmer. Eventually found a programmer to, to do it um, and he he put all my art together and made a game and it's called Penguins uh, and we released it on Congregate and it did really really well um, and made to, for what what was when I was 18 years old like a bunch of money and I was like holy shit you know um, <laughs> you can make, make make money I'm just like 18 years old still it still my first year of uni at this point um, realized you could actually make money um, making these flash games so just kind of kept doing that and did a lot lot of flash games over the years um kind of like at that point sort of started ignoring my degree that i was doing at uni and sort of just making flash games making money doing that instead um so didn't do too well at uni but i was you know making a name for myself making these games um and yeah sort of did must have worked on over sort of 50 or 60 flash games doing Doing the art for those, um, did a one called Sushi Cat, which did really well. Um, did like some of the Blue Elephant games on Armor Games. I don't know if you ever played any of those, um, but yeah, like loads of those. Uh, Sushi Cat uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, that one did did pretty well. Um, uh, it's kind of crazy looking back at the numbers that those sort of free free games used to do. Uh, yeah, you'd let like twenty million plays, and that's a shitload of. That's a lot. A lot of people. That's like, yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone will ever, you know, none of my games will ever be played that much. Um, <laughs> so peaked at eighteen, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, and then and then it got harder and harder to make make money doing the flash game thing. I think people, um, more and more households were getting iPads instead of home computers, and people were getting um, iPhones and playing Angry Birds instead of yeah. things on Newgrounds and Miniclip. Um, so eventually we uh, decided to start uh, a studio and make real games called Massive Monster. And so we started Massive Monster. Um, so is it the three that, folks that are in Massive Monster now? Still? So, yeah, Sorry. well, no, it's, it's, it's kind of slightly slightly complicated. Basically, me and Jay, uh, the, Jay's our programmer, we started Massive Monster. And then at a similar time... Jay and Julian started making uh, Adventure Pals, which is kind of like um, uh, a sequel or a reimagining of one of their original Flash games. Uh, mm. And so they were kind of working on that and I was doing some freelance stuff and we were working on another project through Massive Monster. Um, and then kind of basically ended up releasing Adventure Pals through Massive Monster and then the three of us kind of have been working together ever since. Um, so it was, yeah, Basically, yeah, the three of us have been involved ever uh, since the beginning. Uh, it was cause we had some other people involved early on, but then we kind of uh, changed, sort of changed slightly. Um, but yeah, essentially, um, and so yeah, we did released Adventure Pals. Oh my god, it must be three or four years ago now. Uh, and then we did Never Give Up, which was um, a kind of reimagining of another reimagining of a different Flash game that we did for Armor Games, mm. um, which we released. Oh my god! Like my years are like completely. <laughs> I mean, it is one. everybody right now. Yeah. We're all bad yeah. in time since the last two years. So we've been working on Cold to the Lamb for two years. So I think we released that game three years ago. 
Yeah. Something like that, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's all. It's been a blur the last two years. Sure. <laughs> For everyone, I know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my entire history of my life. Perfect. Great show. Thanks for coming on. Uh, <laughs> what was the uh, inspiration for Cult of the Lamb? I guess do you want to do you want to kind of give like the elevator pitch for anyone who's not already aware of Cult of the Lamb, like what the game is and kind of the, the gist of it? Yeah. Uh, oh my god, you put me on the spot. So it is. I mean... It's a, a a dungeon crawler uh, colony simulator hybrid. Um, where you start a, uh, a cult of cute woodland animals uh, in a kind of scary world full of monsters, uh, and you kind of go out into the into this world and fight enemies and find resources and recruit these new these woodland animals to join your cult, and then you kind of go back and you build buildings and and perform rituals and do sermons to your your cult members and kind of build up your your cult. And then, you know, there's there's locations to discover and characters to find and quests to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's the and kind of basic cute gist. It's cute as hell. Yeah. No, it's really scary. Um, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. Oh. Um, Sorry. But <laughs> inspiration, I guess. I mean, the, the actual, um, the sort of development of the idea and where it all came from has had a, a, a quite a long path. It was, we never, we didn't sort of start at the beginning saying, okay, we're going to make a game where you start a cult about cute animals. It, it, we kind of had a very rough idea. The very, I think the very kernel of the idea actually goes back to, you mentioned um, Stardew Valley mm-hmm. uh, at the start of the podcast. So I really like that game um, and I really liked uh, you know when you go into the little mines and you kind of there's very very basic combat um, mm. you basically have a single attack button and there are very simple enemies and you get lower and lower into the mines and you get better resources um, I and my, I, I kind of wanted to do something a little bit like that but more, much more of a focus on the combat side of it and more roguelike and then have the kind of the, 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 the base uh, a little less focus on the base and then kind of have and then make a roguelike with that like make Stardew Valley more into a roguelike Um, from there I think originally the game was like you were this god and you had a tribe on top of a floating whale and you (laughs) jumped down off this floating whale into the the scary world below and you'd fight monsters and recruit uh, sort of tribe members that you'd then take back up to your whale um, mm-hmm. and, and sacrifice and then it kind of changed into like a a hell simulator where you kind of build your own hell and kind of harvest the pun- like punish your sort of minions and then and then it I think uh, eventually somewhere along the, the way we got the idea of it starting a cult and I think that was kind of where the idea kind of it all started to make a little bit more sense and the kind of art style came together with that and kind of um, then we were like, oh, what if the whole world is kind of full of these cults and this, and kind of basing the whole thing around building a cult and it kind of mm-hmm. melded really well with, with this idea of sort of going out into the world, fighting monsters, recruiting and then coming back to your base and building up your base. Um, 
the, I mean, the amount of iteration and things we've we've gone through has been horrific. <laughs> it's kind of like we've sort of thrown away an unbelievable amount of work to to get to where we are now. Um, yeah. I wish, yeah, I don't know. Maybe next time we'll just like know exactly what we want to make from the beginning. Um, but it's been a it's been a brutal process. But I'm, yeah, we wouldn't have got to where we are now without yeah. that process. Um, is is that like a is that a holdover from you know that is that process? I mean, you know, y'all used to do flash games, which you know, mm-hmm. while we're you know still challenging to make, I'm sure we're kind of a little more uh, rapid fire. Yeah, definitely. I imagine. Oh yeah. So I mean, is this kind of like a, a you know that thing where you like make a game and you're like, no, not this. Make a game. No, not this. Make a game. Ah, yeah, this <laughs> one kind of thing. I think so. Um, maybe. I mean, what what we didn't do which I think maybe for the next game we will do is prototype lots of ideas and take the one that's really fun and then develop that. Whereas this, yeah. we've kind of had this core idea from the very start and we've sort of twisted it and bent it and it hasn't really worked and things haven't fit together. And then eventually we've kind of managed to twist it into what it is now. Um, whereas maybe the more traditional way is to yeah just prototype loads of stuff and find what's fun and then follow that. This just seems to be the the process that we followed, but um, yeah, we you know we're super happy with where it's landed eventually. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot of work, and I, th- I think we. I mean, there's. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I think they're both like valid. You know, there's there's so many different ways to like make a game and iterate a game and figure it out. I mean, Enter the Gungeon was based on a pun, and they just <laughs> made a whole mm-hmm. game out of that. Why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, I think we really wanted to do, we had done like Adventure Pals and Never Give Up were both platform games. So we mm. wanted to do something that wasn't a platformer and that uh, was a little bit more freeform. Um, we, we really liked, you know, as I say, Stardew Valley and Don't Starve and games where you can kind of create your own story a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we Jay uh, really likes... Um, Rimworld and Crusader Kings and these games where you kind of there's all this sort of all these different systems that work together and they create emergent stories uh, yeah. and scenarios so I think we we wanted to try and work that in I know he definitely really wanted to get that in um, we, originally it was kind of a roguelike it's sort of a lot less of a roguelike now because it just didn't work that well with the kind of nature of we we really wanted you to um sort of build up a relationship with your cult members and for them to have loads of personality and for you to have to sort of look after them and um, create these stories of them so it didn't make sense for you to go off and stay away from your cult for as long as you possibly could. So it's yeah. a lot more like these little bite-sized adventures and then you kind of come back and look after them and sacrifice them and do all these <laughs> different things. Uh, yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, yeah, we had a big milestone yesterday, and I've been playing it all day today, actually, for the first time. And you know, it's you know what, it's actually really, it's actually really fun. Um, Yay, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because I sort of spent so much time doing crazy amounts of work and just got crunching to get everything done. That it's sort of been it's been a month or two since I've actually sat down and properly played the game for an extended period. So today was actually yeah. the first time I have for a while, uh, and I really enjoyed it. So you know, it's actually you know. We're making something fun, I think. I think it's fun. I agree. Yeah, I I think it's fun. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you both played it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, I haven't gone, like, too too far in. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe, like, three or four hours I've put into it. So it's, it, it's good. I, I enjoy it. Nice. It's changed a lot, actually, in the last... Um... In the last month, it's kind of, yeah. I feel like a, for a long time we've had all these different jigsaw pieces, um, and yeah. some of them are like really nice, and some of them are still sketches. And now the pieces are starting to fit together and make the full image. Whereas, sort of, it, uh, it's taken a while for them all to click together properly. Um, yeah, yeah. We're I, getting there, and I think it's, I think it's there. I don't remember when it was I played it, but I, I kind of had that feeling because I was. Like playing it, you know, when you're, you know, you can build like the shrine and like starting to get that resource management. And I remember thinking, like, oh, I could sink a lot of time into this, but I'm not going to do this now because I, I've learned in the past playing our yeah. games before they're out that like all the saves get wiped with the updates and things like that. I'm not yeah. letting that happen. So, but it definitely, I was like, I, I could see myself sinking hours into that. Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's changed pretty rapidly over the last, like three months ago, it was kind of a mess. Uh, now it's like actually a fun game you can play. Um, it's exciting. It's exciting. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> you sound it. Uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, how's the reception been so far for you guys? It seems like the trailers came out and a lot of people really responded positively to it, yeah? Yeah, it's been pretty pretty overwhelming, to be honest. Um yeah. Definitely, sort of beyond anything that we've seen with our uh, previous games. I think um, the people seem to have responded really well to the characters. Already getting the the furry fan art, which is always nice to see. Um, Wonderful, good, good. Yeah, love that stuff. And yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. Um, just seeing seeing so many people like drawing fan art and uh, getting excited and screaming about wanting the game to be released now <laughs> yeah we're very excited and, and i think you know especially being with devolver as well it's put it in front of so many more people than any of our previous games were so we've got a lot of eyes on it which yeah. is which is very exciting we're happy to help oh it is i mean i i don't know if i'm allowed to say this but we do feel a little hamstrung that you have made the decision that it is flash only um like a flash <laughs> exclusive release um yeah it just seemed you like know, poor we timing. like a challenge yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Well, you know, you got to stick to your roots. Um, yeah, yeah. I know everyone really wants a Switch release, but unfortunately, you're going to have to play it for the in the browser with the yeah, Flash plugin. Which... Yeah, and then putting the soundtrack out on eight track too. That was just, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to like, sense. you got to mail off, like, do a mail order <laughs> for the the soundtrack, and we'll send it send it to you within six months. Um, yeah, no, we ha we we have some more more platforms to announce, um, which we will eventually do at some nice. point. I've reached the point in the in the podcast where I forget how much we're allowed to say and not say about Cult of the Lamb, so I'm starting to get real dodgy. I was just in the same place, JM. I was I was like, wait, can we, like wait, have we said that? I don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a we don't have a release date announced, correct? No, the game is coming out on PC and Mac. In 2022, and that's Great. all. That's all we know. Well, yeah. that's all they know. I know. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but we are very excited to announce more very soon. Lovely, very lovely. Um, I don't. I don't think we touched on this, but do you want to maybe talk a little bit about how 
like Devolver came into the mix, how that relationship started working? <laughs> yeah, um, so we pitched the game to lots of different people and Devolver were the only ones that actually were any interested had any interest in it so we were like I suppose we're stuck with these guys um, <laughs> no, no, my no. apologies no we actually had like a genuinely had a list of all the publishers that we wanted to work with and Devolver were number one top of the list um, and so we, we pitched the game and I believe Nigel said that we would die in a helicopter crash if we didn't go with Devolver um, oh. so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. We we really wanted to work with you guys forever, um, so you know it was it was a, a dream for us, and I think um, you know the aesthetic fits fits with your vibe, um, and yeah, so far, so far, it's been a, been amazing working working together, um, and I'm sure that will continue. That's because it's been the pandemic, and you haven't had to actually meet any of us. <laughs> Very yeah. true. Yeah, we are wretched in real life. So I don't worry, so are we. Um, Perfect. Yeah, I actually haven't seen like any of the people that I'm making this game with since we started, since like two years ago. Oh it's, wow, it's crazy. Just sort of sat sat in our own little offices. Um, now, are y'all from different? Like, y'all are from all over the world, right? Or I'm I'm in the UK uh, in Bristol. Um, yeah. And uh, Jay is in Singapore. And Julian is in Melbourne, um, and we have okay. some other people working with us as well who are in Melbourne as well, uh, and uh, someone in Gold Coast as well. So yeah, kind of leaning into Australia a little bit, but we're kind of all over the place. How um, often were you all able to get together before? Not very often, to be honest. It was um, yeah. like maybe GDC, or we'd kind of... I went over to Australia, and we did a PAX a few years back, so yeah. I, I went to um, Jay, who used to live in Malaysia. Me, Ju me and Julian went to visit him um, about two and a half years ago. And that was yeah. the last time I saw either of them. And we had like okay. a big sort of planning session for this game, which I'm not even sure it was. we knew what it was going to be at that point. But um, yeah. I haven't seen them since. And we've kind of, you know, made this thing together remotely. It's been weird. But um, we, will, we will see each other again one day. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it'd be nice to get to do shows and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, I would very much like to do a show because I do. We did a lot of that with our previous games, and it's always um, really fun watching people actually play the game and reacting, yeah. reacting to it. So, fingers crossed, we get to do one soon. Yeah. Yeah, that would be That'd awesome. Be great. That was always. I don't. Uh, for me, anyway, I don't want to speak for JM, but I. I feel like you share the same sentiments as me, but the shows were so great because we got to meet most of the devs, and it's so different yeah. than just you know email exchanges. But then also that we're there and you know they're doing the game during the day, but then we're just hanging out and yeah, just meeting like all of these really creative people, but that like all all we know of as a you know like a like a little image on a. Uh, like in a Slack channel or an email sign off, we're like, "Oh yeah, you're a real person and you're pretty cool." Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was expecting a sad clown, but uh, you're actually a real person. I well, that one is actually. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's a sad. Clown. I am a sad clown. Okay. I, might, I might not look like one, but I am one. 
<laughs> I I just realised that uh, listeners probably won't get that reference, but yeah, they definitely um, won't see that. Picture <laughs> slack a icon is a sad cl- is a sad clown. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Looking forward to actually seeing a human being again. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh. Yeah, and then like Jared was saying, it's like there's all such like, you can't, you don't really get to shoot the shit on you know work calls and stuff like that. Like you have the meeting and maybe some like a couple jokes afterwards, but then it's like, all right, gotta get off this call now. Yeah. So it's it's nice being able to actually hang out. Definitely, there is a disconnect. Um, yeah, definitely been missing that. But we've just been crunching down and trying to make the most of this weird few years and actually yeah. coming out of it with something, having made something. So um, yeah, I'm glad just just happy to have something to do. To be honest. <laughs> so have you always sure. done art? What was that? Sorry. Oh, so, uh, I, I, have you always done art? Like, have you always been making art? Yeah, it's yeah, I'd say so. Sort of since I mean, I used to um, always draw growing up. My my mum's an artist, uh, a watercolor oh. artist. Uh, my my grandfather was an uh, an artist as well. So, kind of always had that in in my household growing up, and I was, yeah. in, I was always encouraged to, to draw. Um, and yeah, sort of. Then I think kind of got to my teenage teenage years, and I was like, oh. Drawing sucks. I just want to <laughs> listen to metal and yeah, you know, play video games. But then I kind of realised it it could be being creative can be cool, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so sort of picked it up again and started making those flash games. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's terrific. Do you guys um? Is there any other any like questions you have about the game or anything you want to know like? Are what are the other guys like? Awful, awful, awful. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're great. I love them to bits. Um, I, I haven't seen them for for as I say two and a half years. Jay's had like had a kid since since we started making this game, and he's got another one on the way. Um, but yeah, he's great. We've been really good friends. We have a very similar uh, taste in music, and kind of uh, kind of grew up with a similar background. I think he used to playing playing bands. Um, in the UK and I used to play in some bands and stuff as well um, so we're going really well and then Julian's like yeah he's super cool he's really funny and very, very creative as well um, yeah so we all get on really well um, all yeah it's, it's nice to it's weird yeah I mean, it's weird that we haven't hung out for so long it will be nice to <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. you know we all enjoy a whiskey as well so it's nice to we sort of have been posting each other all different whiskeys um, oh every birthday or whatever so yeah. um <laughs> what uh what did you play when you when you played music what instrument did you play i i played guitar um nice. was never all that that good at it really to be honest i mean i you know i i had acoustic guitar lessons when i was like a kid um and then sort of started having electric guitar lessons and was playing in bands and stuff for like years and then my brother decided to um learn how to play drums and within about three months he was a better drummer than I will ever be guitarist um, <laughs> so it's, I you know I enjoyed it and I, I love music like music's my kind of probably biggest passion but uh, I think I'm not sure not sure I was ever really that good at it so um, and it's also a very hard industry to actually make any money in or be successful in I think uh, unless you're like unbelievably dedicated or just incredibly talented um, yeah it's tough but 
yeah, I, I love music and always will. Um, what uh, kind of what kind of stuff did you play? Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like metal, Corey. It's kind of like you know, Killswitch Engage mm-hmm. mixed with pa- Paramore. So it's like riffs, riffs with female vocals, um, kind of melodic but heavy. It was fun. Mm. Like we we did all right. We supported some some cool bands and played some decent gigs. Um, it was a lot of fun, but just a lot of work. Again, sort of five people to practice and also you know wanting to go and play gigs and everyone's got their own jobs and stuff going on uh, and then i think work got more and more serious and i just didn't have the time for it and everyone else got busy as well and it's just just so so much work actually i think we got to the point with the band where it was like right we either do this really seriously or stop doing it because it's sort of stopped being fun sure. um, yeah 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 and you know it, it could have worked but i think it would have been a Sometimes I do wonder, uh, you know, would a would a life of playing gigs been better than um, a life of sitting in front of a computer making games? But uh... <laughs> well, the last two years you would not have been playing gigs anyway. <laughs> oh man, like being in a band now is must be the worst thing ever. Like so many bands are just splitting up as well, like all the yeah. time now because it's uh, it's already especially if you're like an alternative musician like. It was already a struggle to make a living doing that. So now I've got like gig tickets. I got a, I got a gig that I booked tickets for in September 2019. And it's just been rescheduled for like December 2022 mm-hmm. that this year. It's like three years, over three years. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So um, must be tough. I do. I do. Uh, do feel for them. Uh, musicians. Yeah. Yeah, hard times. Mm-hmm. Hard times. Who, uh, what other, you know, what other game developers do you like? Uh, do I like? Maybe that's artists. Like, yeah, whose work do you admire? Maybe that's, you know, from an art standpoint or a gameplay or whatever. Um, like, honestly, I haven't actually played that much stuff recently just because I'm, like, yeah. been so deep in it um you, yeah sure uh, i'm just trying to you put me on the spot i mean i like i like, <laughs> I, like <laughs> I do like video games i do play video games just not for the last three years um uh, i mean i really love love don't starve i think that that's one of those games where yeah. i have a very um short attention span when it comes to games and I very quickly get bored and I very quickly mm-hmm. lose interest and kind of deconstruct the games in my head and realise that I'm just sort of increasing this variable to do this and then and I kind of very quickly, the illusion is shattered um, mm-hmm. but Don't Starve is one that I, I can always go back to I don't know why, it's just find it relaxing um, I really like Apex Legends, just to jump on that play that for 15 minutes when I got got a bit of spare time yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm lo- really looking forward to Elden Ring. That's that's um, probably the m- with your short attention span for games. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. Like that for me, like never. The illusion is never broken because I I think the the gameplay just hooks me in um, for the, yeah. those games. I love I love Sekiro, Bloodborne. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I really like those FromSoft games. Um, and in terms of indies, like I haven't. 
I mean, there aren't any much. good ones, so it's fine. <laughs> no, yeah. I honestly haven't actually sat and played any for like so long. It's really yeah. bad. Um, yeah, so I, that was a very bad answer to your question. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. That's perfectly fine. Uh, um, I just keep worrying that like we can't talk too much more about cult of the lamb without talking about anything is there any place people can go to talk about cult of the lamb if they want to talk about cult of the lamb with people yeah we've got a discord server um (gasps) we have a discord server we've just ran like a which animals do you want to do you want in the game so people could vote for their favorite animals to uh, get added as um you know animals that you can recruit into your cult so i think that's just finished running and i think the top five were axolotl and fennec foxes and um yeah a bunch of animals basically uh yeah. bats <laughs> nice. yeah anyway so yeah if you if you want to talk about the game you can you can jump onto the discord and um we were running sort of little little things like that um and maybe give some sneak peeks at things um yeah in the future and yeah it's we're trying to get our own little cult going in the yeah. on the discord is that discord.gg slash massive monster? Yes, I believe that's correct. Nice. Uh, yes, the massive monster is the official one. Um, yeah, get 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 in there. Get in there. Vote. Are there well, you've already... Post you, you've, your fan uh, <laughs> Post your fan art. We've had one guy who's posted fan art every day since the announcement trailer, which is like... Oh, wow. Over 100 days. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's it's so exciting having people excited about the game. Um, yeah, like just is the that... fact that someone's done that every day for a hundred days. It's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty intense. That's wild. Is that? I mean, that's probably new for y'all as well. Having a game anticipated instead of just putting it out. Definitely, I think. Um, yeah, you know, people enjoyed Adventure Pals, um, but that was kind of definitely a, a sort of after it, it was released thing. So this, yeah, people are really actively looking forward to it and uh, very hungry for more information. Uh, I know, yeah. like, we all we've shown so far is, um, is is the announcement trailer, which has some gameplay in. Uh, it's pretty outdated now. The game's looking a lot nicer. We yeah. do want to do a more extended, um, like, gameplay video soon. Uh, to actually sure, yeah, yeah. show what the game loop is and give people a better idea of, you know, how it plays. Um, because I think people are people want to see more. Uh, we haven't actually shown that much, just other than a few yeah. clips, really. So yeah, you can expect more stuff like that coming very soon. Um, yeah, we're excited to show it off more. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all are on Twitter as well as Massive Monster. Yeah, we've got Massive Monster, and then there's also at Cult of the Lamb for like the official okay. ga- game uh, Twitter account. Um, Perfect. So yeah, you can follow those for more information, and uh, we will be posting more new stuff very soon. Cool. Very, very Sweet. excited to show more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, we, I mean, it's, it's good to have you on here. Thanks for, for taking the time to talk to us about it, even though we can't talk too much about it. Um, you know, it is nice to get to uh, to meet you, quote unquote, and to uh, you know share a little bit of information about the game and where it comes from. Yeah, well, thank you so much for letting me uh, having me on. 
and letting me mumble away about the game and not really giving away anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky. It's tricky. I do have one Soon. question before we send you off, and it's you, mm-hmm. you better answer this correctly. Are there currently, <laughs> or will there be, penguins in this game? Uh, there are currently not penguins mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Twist my arm. Well, you uh, are you a penguin fan? You want penguins? I love penguins. <laughs> I love penguins. I, I heard you're like voting for animals. I'm like, I bet none of these motherfuckers are voting for penguins. <laughs> so now that I got a direct line, <laughs> oh, you gotta <laughs> well, muscle in. And, and one of your original games was Penguin, wasn't it? One of the that was games. the first so, one. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's more that's that's lore right oh, there. Shit. I mean, that's like real life. You know, times like oh, you know, there's a penguin because uh, you know, creator's original game with Penguin on Congregate. I'll see what I can do. I mean, we currently don't have any birds in the game, um, but maybe we will in the future. Huh. Fair enough. Oh, oh, nice a bird DLC. That makes sense. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> the avian expansion. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Maybe you get a whole cult of the penguin. <laughs> the cult of the... You know, that doesn't have quite the same ring to it, but <laughs> it doesn't really flow. Hey, we'll see. Well, thanks for being on here, James, uh, and joining us. Uh he said where you can follow the game on discord and twitter so go do that at cult of the lamb on twitter uh you can follow devolver digital on twitter as well you can follow us on instagram you can follow us on twitch you can follow us on tiktok you can follow us on pornhub you can follow us on uh tinder you can follow us on linkedin you can follow us on i'm swiping left on tinder Devolver Digital come up. I've left on Devolver Digital. Brutal. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Why would you choose that picture? Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Thanks for being on here, James. And thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.